What's up, y'all? I'm Chino. And I'm Cass Marie. And you're listening to Nods and Bops. Thank you again for listening this week. On this episode, we're going to touch on a couple of things, including John Singleton's passing, who was pretty iconic in the film industry. Uh, we're going to definitely go through the Billboard, Billboard Awards, some of our favorite wins, and, you know, just our thoughts on it, the speeches, all that good stuff. And then we're going to talk about Schoolboy Q's album, Crash Talk. It's been out now for a while. And just give our views on, on it. West Coast see what shit. we like, see what we didn't like, if we agree, if we disagree. And we're going to end off with some Commentary on Joe Budden live podcast yeah. we attended. So that was crazy. It was dope. We got to ask a question. And yeah, even though know. we had some haters, <laughs> some haters yeah, that some night. Yeah, real haters. That was on some bullshit, but, but it's all good. We're gonna touch on that, and then we're gonna wrap up as always with the things, the films, the music that we're nodding and bopping to. Yeah, the nods of the week and the bops of this week. So let's jump into it. John Singleton. Uh, did you know who he was before you heard the news, or were you like surprised? Did you have to research it? He Be honest, one, it's cool. He was one of those people where I knew his work. I knew a lot of his work, but I didn't really know the. I didn't know the man behind the work. I I had heard of the name, but I didn't know. I didn't know who he was. Like when you think of Spike Lee, you automatically you, you know who Spike Lee is. You imagine the frames, being at the Knicks game. All the wild antics, the colorful suits, all of that. But with John Singleton, it wasn't like that. Even though I knew his work, I I had talked to my older family members and friends about his work. Like, I really enjoyed some of his early work. Like, Boys in the Hood, iconic, legendary. It's in Hall of Fame of films. Like, such a great movie. And for me, I went back and had to... Because you see stuff on TV, reruns, TBS, whatever, they're playing it. But to like really watch it and understand, oh, that was the time, that's L.A., that's how L.A. looked. And then not only that, for me, I loved Fast and Furious, the whole series. So for him to do Too Fast, Too Furious, that was great. And then I felt like, I don't know about you, but I feel like all young black people that are, you know, whether educated or not, you all go through this consciousness phase. So I went back and watched like all the old 90s shit as a part of that and just like watching Poetic Justice, crazy, you know, like just seeing Tupac live on camera and how him and Janet Jackson interact, such a good music, noticing the box braids. And I don't know what happened, but I feel like sophomore year of college, a lot of women brought back those box braids and it was just like, I, I don't know. They were all going natural anyway, so I didn't, I didn't really understand until like I had watched the movie. I was like, ah, I, I understand it. Um, and then Kendra Lamar put in the whole, was that his song, Poetic Justice? He definitely had like a phrase or something that caught on when he dropped Good Kid, Mad City, and I think that kind of brought it back. I think that's what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of his work, and it, it was just really sad to see him go. Because, you know, when you hear stuff like that, and it's that traumatic, you kind of expect the worst. So my heart goes out to him, his family, his peers. He was highly respected in the game. He's an iconic figure in the, the black film world and in the film world in general, and he opened up a lot of doors for black actors and black filmmakers. So uh, just just... A legend, really, and it, you hate to see him go. Fifty-one, like, yeah, that's God young. damn, that's it's young. so young. But 
it is what it is at this point. Did you did you know his work? Did you? No, I actually didn't. You know, know his his name really, and I and I know his work, but I didn't know it was him that did it. I heard the name going around, and as always, when I see any kind of news that has to do with music and film, because we have this podcast, I just try to read into it and you know see what's up. But I didn't know actually, and for the people that also didn't know, I'm gonna rewind it a little bit. Chino gave his whole you know um, thoughts on it, but I'm gonna rewind it to tell you who John Singleton was. So he was a director, screenwriter, producer. He is best known for his debut film, which is dope. It was his debut film. This is first Boys film. in the Hood yeah. that came out in 1991. Uh, after that, he followed up with the movie Poetic Justice. A lot of people know that for Janet Jackson and Tupac um, being the co-stars in it. And then he followed that up with Higher Learning. And then later on, he got into Baby Boy. So those are some of, those are four of the top films that he got into he did baby boy another rerun on tv watch that a lot yeah 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 yeah. he those are the top four that he directed that a lot of people probably didn't know his name these are classic movies um you know that black americans know this is a part of the black canon everybody that's seen that everybody parents done seen that shit all of that so is it like that for you too even being from the islands and stuff well it depends right it depends on which family for me it wasn't i wasn't familiar with some of these films i watched a lot of like spanish soap operas growing up and then everything else was like yeah it was like caribbean culture and shit so i really i didn't start becoming familiar with black cinema and film and stuff till i moved to the states my first time watching love and basketball was during easter when i went home with my best friend amber she was like you haven't seen love and basketball i have to make you watch it and that's how i watched (laughs) it that's another one that be on tv yeah then i have a few that i like that i've seen on my own the wood is one of my favorites you know so i have i have some in that i've seen on my own but it's released in recent years so while i was familiar with some of these films actually higher learning i saw when i was a little girl when i was way younger probably like 10 9 but besides higher learning the rest of them came later on and i you know for me to get um acquainted with them or whatnot so for those of you that didn't know, now you know that's who John Singleton was. He was most popular for some of those movies, like you said. He four died. Brothers, at four 50. brothers was icon. Like you messing up my crazy. fun facts. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna come with some fun facts for I'm y'all on John. Bad. But no, that's true. He did direct um for, uh, four brothers. Four brothers. And, and then like you said, the sequel um to Fast and Furious. He did and two Fast Hustle and, Furious. and Flow. Hustle which and Flow. Is huge. That's what that he was like ATL. In, you know? Yeah, he just got into um a series that he started called uh, Snowfall, I believe it yep, is. Snowfall. And it's about like the rise of crack cocaine or whatnot. So this really is a man that made projects. I think it's on Frank Lucas as well, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that. I just read like the general yeah. of it. I've yeah. never seen it personally. Now, I, it feels so sad to say that now that the man has died and I've become familiar like now i can associate his name with his work right so from now on whenever somebody brings up one of those films i could be like oh yeah that's john singleton film before i couldn't do that so (laughs) i feel like now i have to go back and like see some of his work so i definitely gonna look into snowfall um but he was what i was getting to was he really was a man that made film about you know the culture and the life that he himself is a part of which is dope right 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 again legend and i thought it was funny reading that article we had shared um, I thought it was funny reading that article that you had shared with me that he's younger than Spike Lee and he told him basically when he was in college watch out for me I'm coming like, yeah that was that's dope that was, that was funny that was, that was dope cause I was like are they I mean you they're gotta, peers but he's 
clearly younger than Spike Lee. And I did, I don't know. I just kind of thought they were the same age. But when they said 51, I was like, ah, oh, nah, Spike is older than that. So, uh yeah, yeah that's it, that's interesting he's really and he's actually a really interesting guy and i remember texting you like that i remember t- yeah. <laughs> i remember texting you that like he's a pretty cool dude he was a pretty cool Super dude dope. so i'm gonna give you like five cool facts about john singleton especially if you were a black person a black american now you could take um some facts about this iconic person with you so the first one is he directed michael jackson's video remember the time and it was actually reclassified from a music video to a short film because of his length which that's dope like yeah. damn he got to work with michael jackson and that, that was one of the facts that was circulating in social media or at least in my i don't know on my instagram people were talking about that and on twitter too like, i was like oh i didn't know that but that's that's super dope like michael jackson was on top of the world back then you know so it, it was just cool to learn i was like oh that's really interesting yeah that's really interesting, <laughs> that's really interesting. so that's fact one fact two when he was younger he used to live near a drive-in movie theater and he used to watch them from his house yep. without the sound yep. and can you imagine that just as a young child already developing his yep. mind to love movies so much that he can watch it without any audio and you can only imagine the stories that he was creating in his own head you mm-hmm. know and how that just helped his creative process for me that was probably one of the coolest ones like yeah. as a kid I don't know if you could have held my attention for that long by me watching a TV screen super far away with no sound I don't know about that I mean so. but he was also from California he was born like late 1960 so you also got to think about the time like him growing up coming of age kind of 1970s early 1980s I mean there's not much I mean there's stuff to do in the streets and stuff but I mean I'm sure that you know television was coming into the world 70s 80s you know so I'm sure that was really interesting for him to kind of probably sit on the top of his house and just watch just watch it yeah have a bird's eye view of just films you're coming right out. Yeah. it's a different culture of it see, and I to be been able to see yet, how so. people were reacting to the movie or whatever because it from what you shared it seemed like he's pretty close like i mean i know the screens are big for a drive-in theater but like he wasn't far away it sounded like he was a block or two over at most so that'd be amazing just growing up in that time and knowing this is what i want to do like seeing it before you actually do it I, i think that's incredible the third fact he pledged as a Kappa when he went to school um, at USC, University of Southern California, which double fun fact is actually a pretty great school for film. So I mean, this man has he didn't yeah. he didn't originally go to school for film. He went for computer science and then ended up in film and screenwriting and whatnot, which is dope. Number four, he his movie boys in the hood i think you mentioned this earlier actually was selected to be preserved in the national film registry and all that means is that for the rest of time anytime someone wants to get an official document you know from an official government body that of films that depict you know parts of american life boys in the hood is included in that which is an amazing level of representation you know to show that this is also a fabric of you know america um and cultural life and whatnot so that's number four and number five 
he actually wrote the premise to the movie uh, Boys in the Hood as like an essay question mm-hmm. for like one of his exams or something like that. He, they yeah. asked him to describe like three movie ideas and that was one. I thought it was for his application. Oh yeah, it was for his application. Into yeah, USC, they, right? Into USC yeah. and they asked him to describe three, um, three, three like idea movies and... Uh, could That's you imagine that being like 18 Three ideas for a film. being 18 and yo this is my life like let me let me tell you about it and just knowing off that's incredible to me. That's all I'm saying. I ain't even trying to gaslight or none of that no, shit. No, that is that is that dope. Is That's incredible. incredible. That idea that was his must real have... life. That's apparently Boys in the Hood is a a based combination of yeah, based on his experience. Yeah, yeah, stuff things people, he saw. Yeah. It's it's all contemporary, all relative to him. So that that was that was just an interesting fact. But moving on though, to something a little bit more happier again. R.I.P. to John Singleton, one of the greats. What did you think about the Billboard Awards? Um, it was okay. I didn't I didn't really watch. I don't watch award shows. We both don't. Like we're not. I'm we're not, not like an award, award show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it depends. I have to be really, really excited about it. I felt like I've watched a few in the more recent like months and years just because I've had more favorites. Back then I didn't really, you know, I've always been into music and stuff, but I wasn't really into the people and I'm now starting to get into uh, musical artists beyond their music. So now like I love Janae Aiko's music, but I'm also starting to like love her as a person and I see how her person feeds her music. Same thing with Solange, you know, same thing with like J. Cole, same thing with Wale. Like I'm just developing relationships with artists that I like. So when I see them going on a Cardi B, when I see them going on award shows i look because i'm trying to support them you know and get to know them but besides that my favorite part is as always the speeches Uh, (laughs) always hilarious always a good time cardi b gives the most genuine hilarious speeches ever like from telling the crowd to let her finish her speech to really encouraging fans and you know just people listening to support their friends work their friends creative output and as you know as the co-host of nods and bobs i'm all for that message support your friends support the creative means support what your friends do support the because if you don't support them Think it how hard it is. How, yeah. Think how hard it is to get somebody that doesn't know them and a stranger to, to fuck right. with them. And you, like you're you my them. friend. You know me. You know how I move. So of course you're gonna listen just because you know my personality and what I could but bring. But you know what's but crazy? But I have to convince a whole stranger you know what's crazy? of all of it's that. Kinda, it's kind of. I don't know. I'm just realizing as you get older, like I know the difference between a friend and an associate. And I have a ton of associates, and then like I'm really grateful for the friends I have. And even with them, you gotta convince them. Like that's one thing I'm learning in corporate America, just like at my job now. You gotta be good at your job if you want people to pay attention. I'm sorry. So if you do some half-ass shit, ain't none of your friends gonna support it. Cause how they feel is that's my name, and I know I've done that. Like one of my friends, love them to death. They try and do something, and it's like, all right, but like. I want you to start, but I, there's also, I wouldn't say there's a way to start, but like in order, it needs to be at a certain level for people to promote it. It can't be some half-ass, you haven't really, you don't have no work to show for, you know? And I feel like just being on this side, and you know how it is, because we talk about it all the time, 
I feel like we're convincing our friends to listen to us just as much as we're convincing strangers to. Now, don't get me wrong. They support, <laughs> I guess, because they fuck with us. But at the same time, it wasn't just like we knew when we started this. Hey, we want this type of equipment. We want this type of sound. We want this type of quality, you know, so. It is what it is at this point. But shout out to Cardi B. Yeah, shout out to Cardi. She's she got, got some six of them, right? Yeah, she got she, six of them. She right? got yeah, she got a few of them. She got a couple for her girls, um, girls like you song with Maroon Five, which I really like that song. And they played the life out of it. I heard that song yeah. a thousand everywhere. I'm, I have to make up a new number for the amount of times I heard that song. So that so but much. that was dope to see her win. Summer of twenty eighteen. That was leading the radio. Like come opinion. on. It was it was a lot. But Cardi and Drake, which is dope. Cardi Drake and Drake like were awards. yeah in between both of them they were leading for like However many nominations. I mean, at first, the nomination numbers for both of them in the double digits. That's insane, you know, especially for Drake. I don't for Drake. It's like, I don't know if it's that insane to me that that this past Billboard Awards, he became the most awarded artist in, you know, Billboard Music Award history. That's not as surprising for me because it's Drake and he's been working up And it's kind of his that. time. Yeah, he it's not, you his know, time. him winning like, 12 awards. He's having awards a hell of a run. At, yeah, he he's having a hell of a run. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, God, three of the singles off of Scorpion and I don't even, y'all know I don't fuck with Scorpion like that. Like, I love Drake. Don't really like the album. It's not for me. But the singles on the album, crazy yeah Yeah, they're crazy and they were leading the charts so of course he wins he's having a hell of a run billboard music awards are definitely about definitely the popularity the streaming yeah it's definitely about all that so in that category of course well deserved i was saying you know he grabbed 12 of those awards this year but his awards total lifetime is already at 27 that's insane for cardi b coming up and 21 nominations in 18 different categories that's come on Come on. It's really her second year coming out. Like, yeah, yeah she dropped stuff. And right. It started with Bodak she, Yellow second main, and then second the album. Right. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she only has one album. And Sis has already been racking up, like, double-digit nominations across so many different, you know, types of award shows and categories. And, you know, it's just real dope to see that. Kelly Clarkson hosted for the second year in the mm-hmm. row. I don't know if that matters to anybody. I used to be a real Kelly Clarkson fan growing up. Mm-hmm. Just always did. I was glad to see my girl Ariana Grande grab the couple for her. She got the Billboard Chart Achievement Award. Top female she also, artist. Top female artist. That's dope. Well-deserved. She's really, a, you know, mm-hmm. she got that voice. She does that. Mariah Carey won the billboard icon award that's dope you know i just i saw a real healthy list on there i have to give a shout out um to a couple people it's, it's a long list but everybody that was involved with the song Te Bote, it won for the top latin song and it's a really really good song it's good Represent, to see nikki jam on there who is a longtime reggaeton artist and him collabing with some of the new school guys bad bunny osuna so it's good to see them you know those those two have also been coming up on the charts like cardi b so juice world won an award that was dope to me you top know new artists, yeah, yeah that's dope yeah. That's big. Ella May, I think you were saying she won two awards yeah, under she there, did. too. I'm a little biased. I think her makes better music, but Ella May is more poppy. Yeah. She's R&B definitely poppy. more, more uh, mainstream than her. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Can we talk about... Schoolboy Q? Fa- yeah, my come on, favorite come on, topic. let's get this, into this, it. This, this is what I wanted Q. to talk about. So, 
When Schoolboy Q, he's one of my favorite artists. He's one of my favorite West Coast artists. <laughs> Shout out to Schoolboy Q. Um, for real, for real. He dropped Crash Talk. He dropped it basically end of April. So I really enjoyed the album, and I'm not going to front. I was at work when it dropped at 12 o'clock, and it was the first time all year. April 26th. And, and, and in a while. I listened to the album front to back three times in a row before I even said anything. And I was just like, okay, this is a good album. So give me some of your favorite songs. It reminds songs. me of Oxymoron. Some of my favorite songs, and I know you're probably going to get mad at me because you'll probably like these too. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel Water like with I Little Baby <laughs> is my shit. <laughs> but the best song, the song that I really feel like should be getting pushed is Drunk with Black. Like, Schoolboy Q, when he's in his like wanna be romantic bag, that shit like it just slaps. Um, and I don't know if it's gonna be as big as studio. It's probably not because of the cadence, but I think I just I think they killed that. I think Black killed that feature. It's just a great song. I think um, he has some great features on his album. Drunk in is a good song. Yeah, it is. Travis I like Lies. Scott, Black, Ty yeah. Dolla Sign, yeah. YG, and when I Twenty first, One Savage, Kid Cudi, Lil Baby. There's some good people. On yeah, that it's, it's it's really solid. Um, yeah, I just I like Drunk. I like Lies. I like Crash. The the you know the name of the album Crash is good. Like I, I like the I like the cadence. I like the um, I like the hook. I like the melody on it. Like I, I like how Schoolboy Q sings on it. But yeah, Water was probably like one of my favorite songs on there, honestly. Um, and the middle, the middle part of the album is really strong. That's one thing I noticed on mm -hmm. here. Um, I have to agree with you. Yeah, there. the middle part of this album, like, cause you mean we like heard from like drunk to like black folk. Yeah, because yeah, we folk we heard Chopsticks too. and Num Num Juice, and I really like Num Num Juice. I wasn't really fucking with Chopstick when it first dropped. I was like, mm, and I don't know what it is. I really like Travis Scott, but sometimes it's just I, I guess I'm not in that mood. But hearing it in chronologically on the album i think it was placed well and it sounds better on the album that's just my opinion maybe that's just my ears please don't shoot me or nothing like that like yo I, that's just what i think um but the middle part of the album is just good and they all sound different and that's why i really like the album so so you more a fan of the middle part yeah see i'm a f i'm more a fan of the beginning part I love Gang Gang. Gang Gang oh. is like su such a good and Tails. like Tails is great. Gang Gang and Tails combined is such a good combo. I always talk about this because so for me one, this is punch. one of the big um, one of the biggest thing is how you stack an album. Yeah. And so if you don't stack an album correctly, you could fuck up a song. A song that's really good could sound fucked up if it come after the wrong song or before or you know yep. whatever the case. It's a good stacked album top to bottom. But I love Gang Gang and Tails. I like Gang Gang um, just because it starts me out with that hype. Like it just reminds me of like me. Not even reminds me when I was listening to. It, I was like doing quick little neck snaps. I was looking to the left and doing quick little neck snaps <laughs> on beat because it's that type of song. I always wanted to be a drug lord, Chino, you know. So songs that like this be hyping me up. All right. I don't have no shame. <laughs> but yo, but, me too. <laughs> me too. Like I was like, bro, I could run this shit. It, it's for sure good. The piano in it, Work I with love the it. Cops. <laughs> the word repetition throughout this whole album is really good, but within gang gang 
is it works real good for mm-hmm. me. And then it, it switches into tails like seamlessly. Tails slows down just a little bit, but it sounds like it's still the same story, just a different chapter. It just is seamless. You want to know my favorite line in that? Cause the man in the line. house ain't the man no more. My daughter a hoe. Cause the man in the house ain't the man no more. Yo, real, real shit. And yeah, I follow him on um, Instagram, and I know he's real father oriented, and he's always playing golf, always making music, and I just appreciate that. Like, I don't know, it warms my heart seeing black men take care of their kids. Yeah, I, I love, I love active fatherhood for yeah. sure. Um, Chapstick is my shit. I actually is my favorite collab on the album but water with little baby is probably like you see right the little girl there. dancing to that shit She's like did you yeah, see that vibe? that, that shit girl. was crazy yeah, she was funny she's super <laughs> cute the little baby was a perfect song for the song water i don't think he could have did it with anybody else he's so good for like and flexi. shout out to the producer of that because it sounds so great i really like there's a middle part of little baby's verse it's like Ooh, or whatever that shit is <laughs> that shit is crazy <laughs> Be little details like that. You throw in a little piano, yeah. a little drum, something that really makes it stand out. So you write, right, shout out to the producer, yeah. little baby. Like I said, oh, perfect person for Cardo it. and Juliana produced that. So shout out to them. It's a good song. It's like three twenty one. Like it was good. Num Num Juice was my probably my favorite one. Gang Gang and Tails is like my favorite combo for sure. Num Num Juice is my favorite. Um, it's just a fucking bop. The only song that I would say on there that I wasn't fucking with too heavy was Dangerous. Um, I need I need time to get used to it. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's too much for I me, feel honestly. You. I'm the same. I'm the same way. I was like, mm. Like, 5200. I really like 5200. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar who wrote a verse on that. Um, but I'm like, eh, the whole Kid Cudi ones, it's okay. And Floating, I mean, it's okay. It's dark. But most of the shit 21 Savage gets on, it's a little dark. But, um... Yeah, I, I really think the album's good. It's a solid album. I can't wait to. to it some reminded of the me of Oxymoron. It reminded me of Oxymoron a little bit. I don't know if it necessarily has the standout singles like Oxymoron because that was Schoolboy Q's coming out party, in my opinion, even though I know he had the one before that. But yeah, it's a good album. It's a good album in his discography, in my opinion. He did a really great job. Let's talk about Joe Budden real quick. That was dope. We went to see his live pod, the Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden with, live you know, the was four great. Members. Go ahead, it, run it down. It for was them, great for the people that don't. It know was like podcasts. an hour and a half. Tell them the names of the people. Oh, You're not even Joe listening Budden, to me. Joe Budden. He over here fantasizing, looking into the sky. <laughs> Joe Budden was Joe great. Budden Mall. Rory and Parks. And, Parks, and shout yeah. out to Savon. It was my first time sitting through like a full episode. It was yeah. it was dope. And, and they did a lot of interactive you know. stuff. So like I kind of thought it was gonna be more of just like the podcast, but like they did a good job. They of, play with the crowd. Yeah, they play. They interact with fact, the crowd. Matter of fact, we have we have like them telling you know doing some storytelling. You know, you're a whole couple because cuddling is different. Cuddling is much different. With the as long as like your toe touch her somehow. <laughs> you just you give her the reassurance like, yo. Ask that question. We got booed. We asked them what, um, what you need to do. Matter of fact, let's let's play the question for them real quick so they okay. could just hear it going down. Hey, so Hi.
Treat a nigga, yeah, yeah, they treat, <laughs> fuck that, yo. What you talking about? You see how they treated me? Yeah. Chino, Chino goes. You asked the question. I'm like, nah. Is your question? Is your question? I asked. But it, you heard. You heard. Hello. Hey. I. That, that, I yeah. I knew what the fuck I was doing. Niggas I, is calculating. Listen, I didn't care. Let, me, let me tell y'all something. I was there for free game. Shout out to the whole cast. Yeah. You know, at first Joe Budden and then was like, oh, come, like you gonna really ask that? Everybody asking fun questions. And then I was like, y'all are experts. Like y'all are doing this. You know. So I think why they would didn't mind ask? the question. The crowd asked. The crowd was hating because they wanted to ask some. Some they wanted me to ask like, mom, shit. like how big his beep was or something. And I'm not. I'm, that's not what I was there for. Yeah. So some things that we're not into as far as film wise. We I'm looking forward to Long Shot with uh, Seth Rogen and O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think that's going to be good. I'm also kind of looking forward to seeing Aladdin, as corny as that might be. I think Aladdin Will with Smith. Will Smith is going to be cool. They dropped the Men in Black, um, the Men in Black trailer or whatever. That shit looks nuts. I can't wait to go see that. That shit is a part of my childhood. I think that's some of Will Smith's best films he was in and i i just i i like it the whole like it's in the city it's urban but it's like it's aliens but it's not like corny alien shit <laughs> like i i love that it's like realistic and shit i remember what well, i don't know if they were grasshoppers whatever the fuck they were but that's gonna be great shaft with samuel l jackson and regina hall i'm look or, is that regina hall or is that nina long i don't know it's one of them too that's gonna be good and i'm bumping the new ari lennox this week and she produced Shea Butter Baby. So that's a bop for y'all. Go listen to the album and tag Parlay Chino or underscore Cast Marie on IG and let us know what you think. That is this week's episode. We really appreciate y'all listening. Again, I'm Chino. And I'm Cast Marie. And you're listening to Nods and Bops. We, we out. out.